You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Good afternoon and welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. My name is Sean Kreitz and I'm joined two special guests here today. I have uh, the head coach of, I want to say, the Fort McMurray Saints High School Football and also uh, extremely talented kid, uh, Kevin and Jeff. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. I guess, uh, Kevin, I'll yeah, start. So much. I'll start with you, uh, Kevin. So, what is your what is your role with the school and the team? Um, is is the Saints uh, a collaboration of high schools, or how does it work? We're all the schools are combined in the community, so we're mostly made up of people from the Catholic division, so um, Holy Trinity and Father Mercury. But we also have athletes from uh, from Composite. We have athletes from Frank Spragans and from McTavish. So we, we pull from about five different high schools, uh, which which is pretty cool. We take their population. So we do play against some really big programs around the province um, with, with football being so expensive and so costly and, and so many resources. It just made sense for us all to join. Uh, a few years ago. So this has been uh, now starting to see some of the fruits of our labor with players like Jeff going on to the next level and Robbie Buffalo as well. And um, yeah, I think I saw Football Alberta. You guys were ranked pretty high uh, with the impressive run that you had during the year. What kind of schools are you playing against? Uh, This year we were doing really well. We started off really fast and then we ran into some really tough competition. We were ranked in the top 10, which was a first for us for a while. Um, We played against uh, St. Joe's this year in Grand Prairie, and that was probably one of the better teams to ever come out of Alberta. Uh, They ended up being the Tier 2 champions, but they were were strong enough to compete at any level. Uh, We played against the Sexsmith Sabres, and they also won their Provincial League. So we're playing against some of the top teams in Alberta, and uh, uh, it's fun to cut our teeth against that. Uh, two years ago, when we had our inaugural season, we were just playing against where we could, and uh, the games were up and down, as opposed to now where it's a consistent schedule and seeing some top-tier talent. And Jeff, I just want to know, uh, you're, you're coming up in Fort McMurray, your history. Were you born and raised here, or did you move here? I was born and raised here. My dad was also born and raised here. Uh, Mom moved from the Maritimes out to here, and here I am playing football and then actually moving out east to kind of where four hours where uh, she's from. Oh, that's pretty cool. And uh, what was youth football like here since you're born and raised here? Was there a program, or does it start at high school? I I actually started in middle school with uh, the Bantam Trappers, and I played a jamboree for the first time and I started to love the game. I played in grade nine. I improved drastically, I believe between grade nine to 10. And then I think it only kind of went up from there to my senior year. 
Okay. No, that's very cool. I, I wasn't too sure. Uh, I grew up in uh, in Saskatchewan in the city in Regina, and so uh, I know there's like youth football there, but I don't know about smaller communities if they had just like high school or anything. So it's it's neat to uh, kind of just see what kind of programs they had. Uh, where would you guys go for like jamborees and stuff as that type of thing? Our first jamboree was in Bonneville, or my first jamboree anyway, but that was for middle school. And then for high school, we went to, it was either Fort Sask or St. Albert. I think it was Fort Sask. And we had some competition there. Obviously, my grade 10 season was our inaugural season, and we've had our ups and downs since then. But, yeah. And then I guess... um... Is there only like one team in Fort McMurray? So then you can't really have like anything within uh, the region? We got one high school team here and then we also have a Bantam team and a Pee Wee team. So yeah, there's only one team going up for each age group, right? So. Okay, so you get used to the grind then of going on the road and like constantly being the away team almost, right? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what what is your what is your size right now, Jeff? I saw the graphic posted. Uh, are you, it seems like you're a pretty big boy. You're pretty well built. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm about six three, and I'm around the two sixty two seventy region. And I, I I think I have a solid size for where I'm going. Right? Very so. nice. And uh, O line is where you're projected to play. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, the offensive line. Awesome. Were you always the the big kid, or did you grow into it afterwards? Were you like a quarterback I, I when you were young? The tall, I was always the tall kid. I was I was didn't really gain that much weight until uh, COVID really started. I really wanted to emphasize my physique for football for when we were to come back, supposedly, and we did. And uh, so, did you always play like O line growing up, like middle school and everything, or were you like a wide receiver? I, or I played both sides of the ball, offense and defensive line. I, I I've never played skill position <laughs> as much as some day as much as some days you wish you could. I played a little bit of tight end. I won't lie for one game, and then the quarterback absolutely overthrew the ball. But I mean, you know what? That's okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you know the O-liner always is like, I have the softest hands on the team. Just give me one chance to catch the touchdown, and I know I will. Yeah, that's the story <laughs> of my life right there. <laughs> uh, how would you describe your style of play, Jeff? My, I mean, I back when I started with football, I was better with pass protection, and then I emphasize more on run blocking coming to my final year here and I think I'm relatively balanced on both sides. I think I, I can play both left and right side guard and tackle. I could probably play center as well. I just need to work a little more on my snapping but other than that I think I'm a solid offensive lineman for what I do. And Kevin I guess a, a question for you being the coach and all. How would you describe uh, Jeff as a football player? Uh, Jeff's a hard worker. Uh, he, he's really dedicated to his craft. Um, like he was talking about with uh, with the COVID year and that down year, um, there were athletes who put in time and saw that as an opportunity to build on their uh, on their skills and their craft. And Jeff actually had, saw a tremendous improvement during that. Uh, he takes himself seriously and takes his work seriously. Um, and there is a difference between that in the high school level and university level uh, where you do have to put in time that it is a 70 hour work week being a university athlete and being able to be well-rounded and being able to manage school, personal life, and especially football. You're there for a reason. 
So Jeff is going to be a, a tremendous asset to the Acadia Axemen, and that's where he comes from, like his ability to do so many different things and be so flexible is going to be successful football, successful university, but also as an adult, he's going to be very successful just because of these attributes he has. Once again, joined by the head coach of the Saints football program, Kevin, and Jeffrey McCracken, who is a player that is now off uh, to Acadia soon in the coming year uh, to play some post-secondary football. We're going to take our first break, but we'll be right back. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back with Fort McMurray Matters. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Kreitz. I'm joined with the head coach of the Fort McMurray Saints football program, Kevin. And I'm also joined with a player for the program who is now committed to play some post-secondary football, Jeffrey McCracken. I'm very curious about the the recruitment process itself as well. So, Kevin, I guess uh, there's been a couple exceptional players that have come through Fort McMurray. Um, I don't know how many of them that you have dealt with and coached. I know Lamar, was it Lamar Goods in Florida right now? Uh, did you coach Lamar? Yeah. And so do yeah, you have so experience? I, coached, uh, yeah. I got that gator thing behind me. <laughs> Uh, what was it like coaching Lamar and going through that recruiting process? Because I know like down SEC, America, everything uh, with that. I know that recruiting process can just get absolutely crazy. Well, that was really cool. Um, I'm extremely foreign to this NCAA recruiting stuff. So I remember Lamar came into my class one day. He's like, well, Coach Mullen's calling me. Coach Mullen's calling me. What? <laughs> so you, you, you don't expect that. I knew he was super talented. And he killed it at that Team Canada uh, versus Team USA game. And then you see he's like, look, Coach Coach Mullen's calling me. And then I think he got a message from Michigan, and he's getting a message from Virginia Tech and Kentucky. Whoa, this is well above what my experience is. Uh, so that one was – I had no idea what was going on with that one. He, he handled most of that himself. I just gave him some advice where I could. Uh, with the U-sports stuff, like what Jeff is going through – um, Coach Cummins at Acadia and Coach Lambert both recruited me. Uh, I went to Acadia. I was there for a long time. I'm still I'm doing my master's there currently, so uh, I, I was familiar with that one. The and that was something I'm much more comfortable with dealing with. Uh, so the recruiting process in Canada is much different. Where uh, we're filling out recruiting forms and helping our athletes do that in the states, it's uh, like they're they're, they're head hunting. They 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 have recruiting coordinators who are making full-time salaries uh so you could see the difference in just terms of resources it it, it, it is interesting to compare the two uh jeff did you enjoy or dislike the recruiting process was it a lot or was it cool i it was i it was really great at the end i i remember at the beginning it's really hard to actually get recruited like the most you can do is post your film on your social media and hope that it gets around and hope for the best and just keep working uh by the end of it though i felt like i had the success that i wanted to get to i mean i wanted to go and play football in the maritimes and here i am today telling you guys that i'm committed and i'm gonna go play there so Mm-hmm. And then would they would they reach out to you or to uh, like Jeff or to you, Kevin, to like get to know more about the player, or a little bit of both? I almost want to say both because I 
I feel like it was probably Garb that told Cummins that I was in Nova Scotia at the time. So, <laughs> yeah, and then I talk to them a lot. Um, and like, so for us, for our program, we talk to our athletes and ask them, like, "Hey, where do you want to go?" And we'll do that one. I know the the cold calling's off. Uh, is awkward for, for families and kids. So I have no problem doing that, especially since I had a relationship with Coach Cummins. I have no problem calling that one. But there's kids who go to other schools in Canada where we'll message their coaches and be like, hey, we have a kid who's interested in going here. Here's his stats. Here's his grades. Here's his, uh, here's his film. And, and that's something that we take on as a coaching staff where we really want our kids to go to the next level if they play football, they play football, but the opportunity to go to university and post-secondary is something that I think is an experience everyone should deserves and everyone should have an opportunity to go to. And football opens those doors. Uh, Jeff, we knew was going to go to university. He's a tremendous student, but there's other athletes that we sent where you're like, Hey, this was, this is a cool opportunity. And then they make the most of it where they weren't even thinking that when, when I met Jeff in grade seven, he knew he was going to university. So, um, it, it, it is cool to see uh, them set goals and accomplish them. That's something that I found very rewarding in this position. Oh, that's so awesome! Just uh, trying to help people get to the next level. Uh, Jeff, when did the, when did the process start for you? Uh, was it all senior year? Or did you hear from people like during your junior year? I yeah, I think it was more between my junior and senior. Well, it was between my grade eleven summer. And the beginning of grade 12, right? So I remember I was actually recruited by a CJFL team in the West. I don't think I even told Garb about it because I, <laughs> anyways, but uh, <laughs> I ended up recruit, getting recruited by Cummins in Acadia eventually. I was in the province at the time. I got the message from him saying that he wanted to meet me. And long story short, I ended up meeting him. I met the coaches. I got a tour of the, the facilities and all that. And walked out of came out of Wolfville with the offer so oh, that's very that cool was nice to have uh, w- was it always Acadia or did you kind of hear out from other places as well I it was always just Acadia from what I from the recruitment that I've had yeah I can't say I've been recruited by too many others actually really any others <laughs> what attracted you about Acadia what have you heard about it that uh, was appealing uh, well, the, the coaches that I've had since starting football at Fort McMurray, I think I wouldn't be here without them today. And most of them were Acadia alumni. And so I kind of strive and I take I try and reference off of them and I try to improve my game. I try to improve my mindset and all that. And I believe that's kind of just the Acadia way in some sort of direction. Uh, the town itself is a beautiful spot. The university is a beautiful spot. You can't go wrong with it at all. It's the number one undergraduate uh, school in the country. And yeah. And um, have the coaches like laid out a plan for you at all? Do they want you to come in and like red shirt, put some weight on? Do they want you to come in and compete for a starting job? Have they laid out anything like that? I haven't been given anything. I believe if they had... Uh, everything figured out with COVID and I believe the government of Nova Scotia, I might've been given some sort of information, but as of now, we're kind of just going, not sure what's on the go yet, but we're just going to play it by ear and hope for the best. 
Once again, joined with Jeffrey McCracken, uh, current Saints football player, but future Acadia Axman football player uh, in the post-secondary world, and uh, also joined with the head coach of the Saints program, Kevin. I have a couple more questions, and we'll be right back with Fort McMurray Matters. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back with Fort McMurray Matters. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Kreitz. Hopefully having a pleasant day so far. I'm joined with the head coach of the uh, Saints program, the football program here in Fort McMurray, Kevin Garbio, and also joined with, um, I guess, current current player, Jeffrey McCracken, but he has committed to play his uh, post-secondary football out in Nova Scotia for the Acadia Axemen. Is there like a scheduled date to kind of get out there? I don't have a scheduled date, but a general time would probably be mid-August nice. so that I can start trading cap mid to end August, right? So, Very cool, very cool. Camp typically starts for the schools in the Atlantic region uh, like early August, so usually the players will start rolling in two or three days beforehand, so I'm getting even earlier, depending. Uh, but right now, I think they have different rules in the AUS where the recruits can't practice with the team yet. Uh, in the Can West, they can. So it, it's interesting to see how different rules, uh, different conferences have followed by, or abide by different rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any, have you set any like goals for yourself? You like, uh, whether it's like year one or year four, year five, whatever it may be. I've, I don't have a goal in mind. I, I'm kind of just planning on going there and working my butt off until I can't and hope for the best, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll ask this question to both of you. Jeff, I guess we'll, we'll go with you first. Who would you say is an upcoming star on the Saints football team? Who should we be on the next lookout for? Definitely Max Ramirez. He's a very strong athlete. He's a multi-sport athlete. Uh, he's been our running back, our quarterback, our wide receiver. You could even probably put him on defense, and he'd probably be able to do his job just as efficient. Uh, he's a very hard worker, and he's definitely got the potential to go post secondary. Wait, is he grade eleven, grade ten? He's he's grade eleven. Yeah, I I've blocked for him in just this past year, and I, I remember uh, blocking for him in my middle school years. And he was a he seemed like a very strong player back then as well. So he's been a very strong player all the way from when he started to when he's going up now. There you go. Maybe you can start a Acadia pipeline and bring your running back to uh, the same university. Can't go wrong with it. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Same question. Who who's on the lookout here? We're going to be in a different situation shortly, where typically we have all these linemen coming out, and now we got some skill guys who are going to be uh, very successful at the next level. Uh, Max is obviously one, but uh, the Salvador brothers are a defensive back and a wide receiver. Uh, Caden Jenkins is in, going into grade 11. He's one of the fastest guys probably in the province in terms of uh, what he could do on the football field. Um, so those ones definitely stand out. Josh Rennie's also very fast. Uh, Matt Reese, Ethan Mannery. So there's like this core of athletes that are coming through that we've never had as long as I've been here. I've been coaching football for nine years. And I've never seen a team this fast uh, come through here. Caden Deary is a linebacker as well, who's got tremendous academics, who's going to be a player. So 
next year's class, like this year, we'll probably send six or seven to the next level with the university and CJFL. Next year could be an all timer for us, where if if everyone hits their hits their points and stuff and gets their grades and everything goes the way it's supposed to, we could probably have double digit players going to the next level. So we're, we're pretty excited about what's coming. Uh, and with what's happening with that Bantam program and with that Wee program, uh, we, we should be seeing some athletes coming through and uh, entering like a golden era of Fort McMurray football. Wow, I absolutely love to hear that. Uh, I guess like final question, uh, Jeff, say someone's uh, debating playing football. They don't know if they want to or not. What do you love about football? Why do you play it? Uh, it's a pastime. It's a sport that you can love. It's a team sport that you can get to know the people around you and you can start making those bonds. And, uh, it's a sport that really you want to push yourself to be great in. And you, you don't necessarily have to be a full blown athlete to start in that sport. Right. I mean, in the end, you're going to want to try and be the best athlete that you can possibly be, but you don't have to be an athlete to start off, and that's totally fine. It's just a matter of if you want to come and if you want to work, if you want to work hard, uh, if you want to be dedicated. Awesome. And I guess, uh, Kevin, same thing. Uh, Tell us about why you love football. Tell us uh, why people should maybe get interested in the Saints program. Well, with the Saints, uh, is just being able to have stay at your school and be able to join up with us. Uh, we do send a lot of players to the next level. Um, that, that's not the only reason you should join, but we do focus very hard on getting our players. We, we care about our athletes in terms of them getting recognized. We work hard to get our athletes recognized. We put them in positions to be successful. Um, our academics right now have, have been this is some of the best academics we've seen with this program where guys are on the honor roll, just getting going to be sitting in a position to get some academic scholarships, uh, hovering in the mid eighties, almost nineties in some of his classes. Um, we care about the, the whole athlete, the whole human. If they go play university football, that's cool. But we want them to graduate high school. We want them to be in a situation to have goals, uh, lofty goals for themselves and put themselves in that situation. So uh, we want people to, who want to be successful and we want, we can't have a big, big tent program where we can take anyone, anyone who wants to play, we'll take you. We're not cutting anyone. We want people playing football for us. Mm, love to hear anything else you want to add that we haven't covered today. I I'm good. I, I got nothing more, honestly, unless you have more questions for me that I'll answer, but like, <laughs> I don't really have anything. No, that's all I got. Um, I, oh, like, yeah, Kevin, go. Jeff, Jeff tries to be all humble and whatnot <laughs> and stuff. Like He's getting recruited because he's a good person, and he, he does some great stuff in the community. That Santa's Anonymous thing over at Father Merck, he runs that. He's been with that since he's in grade seven. This scholarship that he's getting in this uh, and this commitment is, isn't just Jeff being a good football player who's tall and heavy. Uh, this has a lot to do with his work ethic and the other stuff he does. He handles his business in the classroom and in in the community. He coaches. So he's always doing the right thing, and that's where this is coming from. And I don't think – I think a lot of people see Jeff and go, like, oh, that's a big kid. But a lot of it is Jeff does great things, and Jeff is, is deserving of what he's getting. And 
I'm very proud of the stuff that he's doing. And he's a great ambassador for Fort McMurray, Father Mercury, Fort McMurray Catholic, and the Saint. Hey, perfect, Jeff. Thank you so much for everything you do in the community, bringing a bright spot. Yes, well, I don't know, just kind of the way I am, but yeah. <laughs> so humble over there. You guys, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for uh, having us. And that's all the time we have today for Fort McMurray Matters. If you want to catch the full interview or past interviews, you can go on over to our website, mix1037fm.com. You can click on the news tab. Fort McMurray Matters will be right under that. You can That's where you can find uh, this episode. If you want to go back in the archive and catch some older ones, wherever you find your podcasts, uh, the Apple Store, the Google Play Store, you can look up Fort McMurray Matters on there and you will see the full archive of all past episodes of everything to do with the RMWB and the community right here. I'm Sean Kreitz. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and we'll chat a little later on. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.